0: Not going to dip in Holy Ghost oil. Facial hair is around. not apostolic. You're just going to stay yeah, angry at God. God's Pentecostals. Whether it's popular or not, we're seeking at what pleases the Lord. Friends, we have tried this intro a couple of times and we keep laughing, but this week is a very special guest who's actually here with me. It is my husband, so babe. Welcome to the pod, thanks for being here.
1: You're welcome, thank you for having me.
0: Um, I wanted to get his take on being married to somebody who was sort of fresh out of the UPC at the time that we met. So he actually has a background in church himself. So tell me a little bit about how you were raised.
1: Um, So I went to a non-denominational church in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, so I don't remember a lot about like prior to youth group. I do remember youth group and going there and not really taking it seriously. I was just kind of going for fun. Um, and because I was made to go also. So, um, that's kind of my church. I went and against my will <laughs> to have fun.
0: Perfect. <laughs> love that um so when you met me and I started talking to you about my background what was one of your first um thoughts about my background compared to your non denominational background
1: um it was just so serious like i don't know church for me and the way that I understand it stood it growing up was not required for salvation um, it was there for guidance you know for advice teaching, learning um, but it wasn't like a requirement um, so I feel like when we would speak about it early on, even still to stay when we talk about it, it's just a lot more um, pressure put on you to be at church or you're going to hell in the way that you were you came up in it. So I don't know. I, I don't want to say it was more serious than the church as I knew it, but it was, it it was, it came off more serious and more a requirement, (laughs) I guess.
0: Yeah. And a lot more things were required of you.
1: Yeah. Like church to me growing up was a place that you went because you wanted to be there because you were happy to see your people. It was more of a, teaching and learning and, and fellowship time, not a, there was no pressure to go. Right. Like people were there cause they wanted to be there. Um, and if you weren't there, that's fine. People worried about your health, not about your salvation. Right. You they know, were like, if you didn't show up. Do you
0: have the flu? Not you're going to go to hell.
1: Right. They didn't think, Oh my gosh, they left and they're never coming back. They thought, oh my gosh, they're not here. I hope everything's okay with them. Hope we'll see them next Sunday or Wednesday or whatever. So it was never any pressure to be at church, I guess, from my point of view. And again, I, I didn't go as an adult. This was um, all youth group and and stuff like that. But I never felt like my parents were pressured into going or anything
0: but they made serious? sure you were there.
1: Well, they—I had to go because they had to go, and they didn't trust me at, at home alone. <laughs> I guess That's I rare. don't know. I—I <laughs> went for free babysitting. I feel like perfect. Sometimes love,
0: love that for Roger and Kathy. Um, so then I come along and explain to you my background, which is. We, we we went we went to a similar type of church in the way that like your non denominational church was a little charismatic like they spoke in tongues, um, and had things like that happening in your church, but it wasn't taught as a necessity. If I'm correct,
1: right? Um, the I guess the the biggest like differentiator, I guess, because we you know it's all biblical teachings, but where, where I grew up, it wasn't so much emphasis put on the day of Pentecost as everything revolved around. It was more, it happened. The gift of tongues could be received, but that was it. You know, that wasn't a part of salvation. It was, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, that's okay too. Right you know we're all still the same in God's eyes um, so it you know it just it was prevalent, but it wasn't- there was no pressure on you if you to get the gift of tongues right you know a gift is just that a gift is not everybody gets the same gifts so um it that was something that was very strange to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Basically being told, well, you have to have the gift of tongues or you're going to hell. And it's just, that's a lot of pressure. And I don't, doesn't seem right, I guess. I don't yeah. Know.
0: And then did your church, did they baptize in Jesus' name or Father, Son, Holy Ghost? Do you know?
1: Um... I don't remember. I never got baptized, like water baptized. So we had, you know, the baptism in the Holy Ghost, and then we had water baptism. Um, water baptism wasn't, like, a requirement for heaven either. So I think I was like, eh, I don't need to get it. I, re- I just remember I used to tell my parents and and people, when they would ask me about it and say, "Well, you know, Jesus was like in his thirties when he got baptized," so I'm just gonna wait till then too, because if it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me.
0: Just trying to be so much like the Lord. I was. <laughs> and then I come along and tell you that this is how I was taught and this is how I was raised, and I was still kind of close to it at the time because I had only been out of the church two or three years when I when you and I first met.
1: Yeah, it. I mean, I'm a very much to each their own kind of thing, especially when it comes to religion. Um, I believe everybody is free to express their religion any way they want to individually. Um, You know, if you want to go to a certain church and and believe how they believe and follow the rules that they have, that's your prerogative. Um, But I think the, the fine line in that is when you're told you don't have a choice in it, and that's where it's kinda not a religion anymore, I guess. Like, I never had pressure on me to be the best Christian in the world at church or to do certain things or to dress a certain way or to, you know, you just kind of wanted to do that because you wanted to be in church and you wanted to kind of blend in, I guess. Um, But it was never told or forced upon you.
0: Like these things were not heaven and hell issues. Oh, no,
1: they weren't even come to church they weren't even, you're not allowed in church if you don't do this, issues. They're not even, they were personal preference, you know? It It wasn't something that you were forced to do. As long as you were coming to church and accepting the teaching and furthering your relationship with God, who cared how you dressed or if you spoke in tongues? Like, it was all about, Helping your relationship be better with God, however you needed it to be. Relationships are different with everybody. So I I just don't, there's no cookie cutter way to say a relationship has to be this way. Relationship is what you make of it and how you make it. And that's it.
0: Right. It's very personal.
1: Correct. It's not... I don't need somebody telling me how to have a relationship with you.
0: Right.
1: Our relationship is our relationship and, and nothing else matters. Who, who, who's, who's to tell us how to have a relationship. Right. Right. We can, if, if we have issues, we seek counseling and they give us ideas and guidance, but they don't tell us, well, you have to do it this way. If you want to have a successful marriage, like, that's not real. It's not real yeah. life. So it's it's just very odd to me that you have to have rules for a relationship. And they're the only rules that matter.
0: And everybody has the same relationship for the most right. part. Um,
1: but relationships are not one and the same. Everybody's marriage isn't the same. Everybody's relationship with their spouse is not the same as everybody else's. And to expect that is... Ludicrous, like it's just not, not real. It's not realistic. So. Right.
0: so, with our relationship, do you feel like there were parts of my upbringing um, early on that you noticed were stemming from what I had been through when it came to getting to know me or our dynamic together?
1: Not, not really. Um, I think that there were. Th- little things not anything that would like get in the way of it but there were just little things that were kind of strange i guess um
0: like what for example
1: i don't know just our, our conversations about stuff like getting to know each other it wasn't one of those oh my gosh, that's so weird. I'm never going to talk to her again. It's uh well, I'm glad she realizes that and is no longer like just blindly following it. I'm glad she's questioning these things. Um, and I'll have to support her in these questions for it. But then it was like, if she falls back into that kind of stuff, there's no way I'm I could, be a part of it, you know, my logical brain will not let me just follow along with her, and she's not going to convert me to that stuff. So, I mean, there was always, I guess, that in the back of my mind. If she does go back to that life, I can't support it or be a part of it,
0: right? So, that was
1: always kind of there, but
0: because I would, like I said, I was pretty fresh out um, uh, within the a two to three year time span where I was still talking about everything that I had learned and gone through and what the church had taught me and questioning what part of it was right and what part of it was wrong. Um, and you actually met some people
1: mm-hmm.
0: from my old church. Mm-hmm. Um, how was your experience? Um, Cause we're, we're still very close with some people who are like family to us. Um, But you, you met others along the way. What was that encounter like?
1: Um, Feeling judged like right away. I know I don't fit the mold (laughs) of that. Um, And I am unapologetically myself. Um, so I felt like there was a lot of judgment happening, but for me, just being me, um, which I don't believe that that's very God-like or Christian-like. Um, so it was automatically a turnoff and like just had nothing for these people. Just no care. For them. So, um, and then, you know, in, in me trying to talk to them in a, a way to learn about what their beliefs are and what they're doing was very, I was almost spoken down to for questioning it. And I'm not even in the church, like, I'm not even part of the organization. And it's, being spoken down to for questioning what they're doing or being very defensive because I ask a question in a sense to, in a way that says, help me make this make sense. You say this. So what is, how does that make sense in this point from this point of view? And it's either very defensive or I'm being talked down to like I'm dumb and don't know anything. Um, So, you know, it's very off-putting, you know, the way that I was raised in church was we're trying to bring as many people to God as we can. We're trying to be a witness, trying to get a relationship started with God, not, oh, well, if you don't believe like I believe, then you're going to hell, or if you don't get the certain gifts, you're going to hell. So,
0: because someone did actually,
1: yes, let, let's talk.
0: Let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, so we <laughs> we can just talk about it plain. We were in a bar um, with somebody who was, you know, kind of who was from the church, not in the church at the time. Um, so we had we were like I said, out at the bar, um, and the conversation of church got brought up.
1: Yeah, obviously, because when you're
0: drinking,
1: <laughs> you know, religion
0: Let, let's, always
1: yeah. becomes the topic. Um, so I, you know, this this individual, I'd I'd known him for a little while, not in church. I'd known the trying to leave church version, um, and so we're just talking, and he got very serious about. When the the religious topic of religion was brought up, which is a no no when you're drinking <laughs> with anybody, right? But um, we went there, and you know, I'd, I'd known some things that have been going on, and you know, I'm not a saint by any stretch of the imagination. He's not a saint, from what I knew of him.
0: Because um, you knew him personally, this wasn't yes, just me I knew him personally. telling you things. You know, yes. you would spend time with him,
1: correct? And for a couple of years, had known him, and um, and he basically told me that I was going to hell, and he was not, in a very like matter of fact way. And, and, you know, and I'm thinking this wasn't a drunk conversation. This was a just over beers conversation. And it was like, just the way he said it to me, just the way he looked at me in my face and said, Oh yeah, you're going to hell and I'm going to heaven because of basically because I wasn't part of the UPC. And I was like,
0: and it wasn't, and that's not an exaggeration. Like it was those exact words: "You are going to hell, and I am going to heaven."
1: And and I kind of laughed about it because I thought he was joking. And he didn't laugh. He just kind of looked at me like, "What's so funny about what I just said?" And I said, "You mean to tell me that you've done this, and I've done these things, but you're." going to heaven and I'm going to hell? Because we're essentially the same person, but you go to the UPC and I don't. You're going to heaven and I'm going to hell. And he very, like doubled down, very matter-of-factly, yes, basically that's it. And I was like, man. We, we wrapped <laughs> things up
0: shortly after that. Things got tense. Um, well,
1: yeah, it was. Because uh...
0: it was a shock for me, too, because I did not think this person, um, A, felt that way, or B, would vocalize it in such a matter-of-fact way. Um, because I met people and known people in the UPC myself included who would never just outright tell people well that means you're going to hell um it, it's danced around because you want people to to come to church with you so if if you're that blatant with it a lot you know it turns off people a lot of times, but it was very matter of fact and that it took you by surprise it took me by surprise and I, we didn't really know what to make of the situation after that
1: well yeah and it it kind of shifted my kind of perspective of members of that organization as to these people are really walking around looking at others instead of trying to help them come to God. They're just looking down on them like they're going to hell. He's going to hell. He's going to hell. She's going to hell. hell. Like, they're damned to hell instead of trying to help them. And even, and that's with, even within the church, they're doing that to their own, you know, congregation members. And it's like, why why are you, why are we here? Why are we, what are we doing here? Yeah. If you're already been chosen, (laughs) you got your ticket on the mothership. Why do you care about anybody else? And, That's how it feels. Like it really feels that way. You have a a opportunity and if it doesn't come then you're less than us and we we don't have time for you. Yeah. Um so and, and you know, this is this is what do you call all of the standards aside, which I think are just like that's a whole nother Topic for me <laughs> personally, but just as to call yourself a Christian and have that outlook on people is the opposite of what I was raised to think a Christian was. Um it's it's kind of heartless and, and doesn't make sense to call yourself a Christian and have that outlook. Now I'm not saying everyone in the organization feels that way or thinks that way, because I don't believe that either. But for people to be in the organization and think that way, like that for anybody, you start thinking that that's the way it is. And that's just, weird to me and and off-putting it doesn't make me want to doesn't make me think highly or speak highly of an organization like that you know it could have been any religious organization and it's the same thing um but
0: this person never invited you to like you never was like hey come to church with me or let's have a bible study or i'd love to have you for dinner and we can talk on on, you know, these things, it was just, there was no love in that moment. And even following, I felt like there wasn't a I, lot of opportunity for.
1: Well, actually, I th- that's true for most everybody that I met within the organization. Yeah. When I say they judge me, like, I feel like they just, I was a lost soul. So what's the point of inviting him? Um Now, there's been people who have started their own church and invited me, but I don't think they invited me for that reason. Um, But it's, you know, it's just very weird to me that you can call yourself a Christian. Consider yourself a Christian and judge me without knowing anything about my relationship with God. Right. Right and how i feel and my past anything you look at me you have a 5 minute conversation with me and then you're done with me um so it's very strange and and i mean the kicker is i was blessed with the gift of tongues i was saved i i mean i am all of these things but these you know, individuals can look at me because I'm not, I'm all the things that they want are all of the things that they say you have to be for, to be saved and to have salvation. But because I don't go to that church and that organization, I'm still going to hell. So it's like, where does it end? Right. Like, do I have to pay you now? Like, is (laughs) is that the thing? Like, I have to pay you so you you can say that I'm going to heaven. Um, it's very, like, I mean, that's another thing. Who are you to tell me? <laughs> you know?
0: Right. Who? You're
1: not the judgment of me. You're not the judge of me. and
0: Or anybody. It's...
1: Right, of anybody. But to run an organization where you put that power in the hands of men. It's scary. It, there's a word for it. <laughs>
0: We try to avoid it here. Um, but well, yeah. not in
1: our personal lives. Not in
0: our personal lives. We, we try on, to avoid it on the pod. On the
1: pod. We, on the pod. We, we don't um, use that word, but that's what it is to me right. as an outsider looking in. Um, I have been to services there. You know, I
0: was about to say, we've been to a service or two.
1: And there's, you know, depending on the church, you know, God moves in churches. Um, but yeah, I have been to services a couple of times within the organization. And, you know, one time you could feel it. God was there. He was moving in the place. And the other time was just completely stale. And you're just getting lectured and and talked to. And it's like, it's just very strange to me, you know? So,
0: Yeah, you never really know what you're going to get when you show up to a service. Um, And that was actually, if you're familiar with my story at all, uh, was one of the times where I had considered going back and you so graciously went back with me um, for a couple of services. um, And we did not end up (laughs) sticking around.
1: I tried. I tried. It it wasn't for lack of trying. Right. I tried. There was a
0: big effort put into it and there's actually a picture of us it doesn't exist anymore of us after a service and we just look our eyes look dead, we look miserable trying to be people that
1: And in all fairness to to the organization of the church, I'm skeptical of any church. It doesn't matter what religion or, or affiliation, the church has. I'm skeptical of it going in anyway, so, you know, some of the uh, me not wanting to be there, not feeling like I should go back is, you know, I go in 50-50 anyway. I'm not going...
0: Well, you go in with questions that I felt like nobody wanted to give yeah. answers to. It wasn't like you you genuinely wanted to understand, and there was no... Explanation or understanding given to you. Yeah, I was
1: just met with... Because that's the way it is. Answers are very defensive. Why do you need to know that? Or why would you think it that way? Kind of answers. Right. You know, when, when your questions are answered with questions, <laughs> like that's not... Doesn't seem... It's, it's not the way that it should be. Right. Especially from somebody from a, an individual who's trying to help people have a better relationship with God which is what Christians are like to me that's their number one thing as as a Christian you be a witness and you bring people you know the lost souls you're you're bringing people not, not even to an organization or to church just Getting the conversation started like, about a relationship. Yeah, to Be know able Jesus. to answer the questions, you know. Um, because a relationship with God it is not difficult. He didn't make it that way. Um, you know, there's a whole story about how he made it easy, you know, that involves Jesus dying on the cross. So it's very. I keep saying weird, like the word (laughs) I keep using is weird, but it's weird to me as an outsider, somebody who didn't grow up in that to say, we're going to make it more difficult to get into heaven, even though God has already made it easy by sending his son to die on the cross. So it's very weird (laughs) to me.
0: I think it's funny when you mentioned that the standards, which you said are a whole other topic, because there was a time where I had like a a longer skirt on and you're like, oh, you look so cute, little UPC girl. And I changed because I was like, no, don't you ever think that way about me. (laughs) Um, But I do think it's interesting that, you know, all of those things that you experienced um, and that in the beginning of the interview you you know in the beginning of us being together you're like if she's going back i'm out of here Um, but you still we've been together for a minute (laughs) um did go with me and did experience a little bit of what it was like to be there um and they didn't give really an opportunity for it to be a good experience right
1: and i went in with my eyes open to organization before I got there right like I knew what it was but I also went in with an open mind and an open heart and just didn't didn't speak to me in a way that made me comfortable enough to say yeah let's go back because I you know I look at the church any churches you know, I've said before, a place to encourage your relationship, your individual relationship with God. And if the church that we went to happened to be aligned with the UPC and I could go there as I am and find guidance from leadership and, and my heart be you know, fulfilled and and, and ushered to, of a, a, you know, strengthening my relationship, I would go there, you know, but that's not, it, it's just, you're judged so harshly, especially if you're not one of them. And then if you somehow earn the benefit of the doubt, you still have to prove yourself to people. And that's not what you, you should be at church for. You shouldn't be proving yourself to people who who mean nothing when it comes to your salvation. Only right. one person, or I guess he's not a person, <laughs> but God's the only one that matters when it comes to salvation, not people, not human beings in the flesh here on earth. So
0: yeah and I think that's a really good outlook on it, because you've had a you know a couple of experiences with religion now early on in youth group where you were the cool kid um, <laughs> and then going with me and even now, you know, I mean we you and I have talked about this podcast for a long time before it got going um, like and I remember talking to you about some of the things that I experienced and just like recalling it. And you looking at me and being like, "Hey, you're telling me something that's like, kind of horrible, but you're smiling, and that, you felt like that was a concern that you had."
1: Yes, it's, it's, it's like a, a PTSD indicator, like you're you're, grinning through it, um, but you're, hurting, so it's, not okay just to say these things and take it for granted it, to feel a certain way that has that much of an impact you need to talk about it not just say it like it's no big deal um, so yeah, you know we talk we've been talking about this kind of stuff and you know my opinions on it are a lot more tame on this podcast than they are. (laughs) And I
0: appreciate that.
1: (laughs) When we've spoken about it in the past. Um, Right. You know, so it's it's something, however you, you need an outlet for it, you know, whether it's talking to your spouse, talking to a professional, starting a podcast, writing a book, you know, you got to have a healthy outlet for these things once you once you realize that you may have been lied to a lot um, you, know, you can't just bury it down inside you and, and go about your life you have to find a way to work through it after the fact yeah